Hello, church. Um, this is Chase, and I'm excited to be with you guys again for uh, another devotion. Um, our time through Genesis has been so good so far, and it's crazy to think about that right here we are halfway, or about right halfway through Genesis. But if you can, make sure to read. Um, we're going to be going through chapters 27 through 29. So um, there's so much in these couple of chapters. So definitely make sure to try to read those. And um, just to start off, I could say that at one time or another, I've, I know we probably all have said that um, our families are crazy or our families are the wildest people around. But these chapters, whenever you read them, I think make you appreciate uh, your family a little bit more. I mean, you have uh, you have Jacob dressing up in fur to uh, take a blessing from his brother. Um, mother and son versus a father and son. Um, a seeking of murder by Esau against Jacob, and that causing Jacob to have to run away. And then Jacob, on his way, receives the blessing from God and. And what an amazing chapter, you know, to stop and think about just in chapter 28. That is whenever God is continuing with his chosen people to who he's going to basically carry out his covenant with. And this is the way that God had said it would take place. God's plans, even though there was sin from man who tried to intervene and change things, God's plans will not and are never going to be altered. And then we see that Jacob goes and he meets with uh, Laban and his family. And he's taken in and he meets Rachel and he wishes to to work for her, to work seven years to, to, to be able to be the husband of Rachel. And again, this is Jacob fulfilling what his parents had asked of him not to, to marry a Hittite woman or a woman from Canaan, which is what his parents have asked him. So he does that. He goes there and he, he fulfills that. He's following in what is called for him. But what happens? Jacob Jacob is tricked, right? Uh, Laban goes and, and, and tricks uh, Jacob and, and gives Leah instead. And so Jacob is forced after... After seven years of working, he has to work seven years again for uh, Rachel. And so what family drama and what, what, what craziness, but also through these chapters, uh, a theme I want us to notice is that God's plans do not change. God's plans and what he had from the beginning uh, to take place do not get moved because of the sin of of men trying to, to intervene and change what God had set in stone. Uh, back in chapter 25, verse 23, it was told to Rebekah that the older shall serve the younger. And this was God's plan from the beginning. This was the way that God's covenant that he had set would work out. But Isaac, obviously, he, he, didn't, he didn't like that. He tries to alter that plan. Esau's birthright is sold already, but Isaac can still give, in a way, a covenant blessing. That's what he tries to do. But what happens? God uses the sin of man, even while they're trying to change his will, 
God uses the sin of man to complete his plan still. And so God's plans are not altered. His covenant is still given to the younger. Jacob flees, but he meets the woman God has for him. To have 12 sons where the covenant of chapter 28 will flourish, will grow from there. And so know this, that that today God is greater than all and sovereign over all things. Today, remember that this is the God we serve and that no matter the wrongdoings against us and no matter what happens, God is in the midst of it all still working. Sometimes it may seem like we we can't make sense of things or, or why has this happened? But we need to know the God that we serve. He used the most wicked act of all time to bring about the greatest act of all time. Jesus dying on the cross was also God's working for us. He used the sin of men thinking they had won the day and and turned it on their heads because Jesus died but then rose again on the third day. He is now sitting at the right hand of the Father at the seat of power. And that is our gospel, the good news that Jesus took our sin for us and he became sin who knew no sin to give us the grace that we do not deserve. And so praise the Lord today for what he has done, for his sovereignty in all things, and be thankful for the Lord. And today, walk in obedience. Um, I pray this was encouraging and a a good time um, together, and I thank you for for sticking with it and reading through Genesis. But um, let's pray for a good day and a day that, that the Lord is holding together. Dear God, we thank you so much for uh, just this day where, again, through, through the readings, through, through the time that we have together, that, that we can see that, that obviously you are, you are always in control. You are sovereignly in control. And we thank you that, that you are the one who opened our eyes to be able to see that, that we can see that you are so good and that we are in such desperate need of you. Lord, that, that even, even the, the greatest evils in the world, that, they, that not only is it that your plans aren't changed, but that, that you could even use the sin of men to complete the purposes and your wills that you need. Thank you, Lord, for, for how good you are and how strong and mighty you are, Lord. And I thank you that we, can, that we can follow you, that you have given us grace. Lord, I pray that we walk in obedience today, that we that we do what you have called us to do, to preach your gospel, to love you, to walk in holiness. I love you and I thank you for everything you do. In your name I pray, amen.